Welcome to episode 82 of the Two on Three podcast, a weekly hour-long show where two of your friends take on three topics in 30 minutes. I'm Ty, and you can find me sending rote travel tweets about bad Uber drivers and bad air travel experiences at SEATJK, and with me, as always, is Chris. Where can we find your bugaboos on the internet, Chris? You can find me at CDVillaSenor on Twitter, and you will also know that I am polling at 0% as well. As I, get me on the stage. The people, <laughs> most of the people on TV who, who are polling at 0%, I too am polling at 0%. Wrap it up, Chief. Wrap it up. <laughs> Uh, you can interact with the show on Twitter at 2on3pod or hit us up via email at holla, holla. at 2on3pod.com. You know how much we love to hear from you. It must still be summer because we're talking about parenting again this week. Man, <laughs> we're is, spending... the, the, kid, the kids are around all the time, so now it's, exactly. it's all you can talk about is parenting. Hey, you know what? We go through, we're like the, our show's like the phases of the moon. Shit occurs, <laughs> we talk about it. Wash, rinse, rinse, repeat. Seriously, but it's it really is the it really is being shoulder to shoulder with those kids all the time now, and it's very it's, present. It's, it's like, when does school start again? Yeah, right. Get the hell out of here! Can last we get back? Like, can, we, can we get back to a schedule? Yeah, last week's like back to school already. One week later, Jesus Christ! <laughs> it didn't take long, did it? No. We were all wistful for summer last week, and then this week we're like, fuck, I wish those kids would just go back to school. Yeah, at least you have air conditioning. <laughs> that is a huge plus, for sure. You know, just ship the planet off to hell in a handbasket. Whatever. <laughs> I care. All right, well, this week we'll start with celebrity sports parents, namely LeBron and the quote-unquote controversy he stirred up, stirred up this week. We'll uh, transition to deep diving Disney parenting. We've touched on this a number of times throughout the show, but tonight we're going to go uh, and give it its full segment's worth of analysis. And then in the third segment, we'll talk about gift giving in the modern age. And uh, it's related because by the time you hear this, it will be my wife's birthday. Happy birthday, honey. She'll never hear this. Uh, <laughs> she doesn't listen to the show? No. <laughs> She's up your bullshit to much. listen to your show. She actually, that's the thing is, she does listen to the show all week when I'm not on the mic. <laughs> Another week showing the Dijatwa and in the OT, I uh, ventured out this week into the world again, so I've got some scuttlebutt about strangers to cover. Uh, but before we get into it, I often see people say on the internet that K, quote K, is an annoying text to get. But for my money, it's high. And... I don't know how you feel about this, because I think hi maybe is a fine text. As a young person, you're trying to start a conversation. But in the context of my life, if you are sending me a text message that says, or an instant messenger, I think it bothers me probably more at work than anywhere else. Don't start uh-huh. the conversation with, hey, Ty. Like, this Why is not? not a it's not a phone call, dude. Just tell me what you need to say, and I'll get back to you when I can. Oh, That's the point that, of text that, communication. That feels rude, though. It feels no, rude to just disagree. kick a door in and say, here's what I want from you right now. I mean, Start that, with the greeting. The greeting. Hi, this is what I want from you but, right now? No, because if you just start with the greeting, you leave it there. Now, as soon as I see it, I'm like, well, now I need to prompt you. Like, yes. sometimes I'll just write back dot, dot, dot. Like, just fucking go on. <laughs> <laughs> this I, this just turned into the am I an asshole segment. No, I, I here's the thing. I like to lead with the high, just so it pops your window. And then I will say, and then I will write underneath it. But Fine. I just, but I, I can't not lead with the salutation. It feels, it feels wrong to me. It shouldn't be a standalone message. I, I'm going to IM you or I text you. I'm like, hey, Chris, M dash. Right. Here's the thing that I'm reaching out to you. I may not bring the request first. I might wait until you interact with me before I actually tell you that I need something. Uh huh. But I'm never going to just be like, I don't want your attention. That's what I'm saying. It's like, it's not the kind of communication where my immediate attention is something you should expect. Okay. I mean, I, I think I. <laughs> I, I hear that, but again, I think it comes down to what we might consider manners, and people don't you, people don't know what other people's expectations are. So you're going to come with your best behavior, which is "Hello, Ty," and then. But I understand. But I understand. I understand what you're saying is 
if they if they give you the if they give you the salutation and they're waiting to ask yeah they're waiting to ask they're waiting for you to reply before they just added something to my plate by doing that is what i'm saying i I see i I understand but i because you're gonna add something to my plate anyway so just get to it already right (laughs) (laughs) i do lead with the high and sometimes it is its own its own line and then i will get to the business underneath i'm definitely guilty of abusing i am because i look at it the other way the way that it's just it's passive um I'll, i'll just send like a message like Hey, regarding whatever, and then just whatever, you know, whatever I need to say. Uh-huh. And then I'll but often you, but realize. You put the hey, but you put a hey in there. Like, sometimes. you wouldn't just lead with. <laughs> sometimes. Sup. Like, you, you wouldn't just say, I want you to blah, 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 blah. No, 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 no. I need you to do this, 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 and this. I would never. I will always provide context because sure. I'm also conscientious enough to never ask someone for somebody for something that I could theoretically do myself. So I want to present to you the context for why I need your help. And I'm only, that's what I'm leading with. But I will often write the sort of semi-rude one, and then realize, <laughs> then realize, oh, I, you know, and also, and also, good morning, how are you? <laughs> like as a second message afterwards. <laughs> I've I realize I've been rude. Here's the here's the greeting to yeah. soothe your to soothe your ruffles. But point. yeah, if you're gonna say hello, just get on with it. <laughs> Speaking of getting on with it, I think it's time for segment one. All right, let's do it. All right, so we're going to talk about LeBron James and, well, sports parenting in general. But if for those who haven't seen the clip, LeBron was at an AAU game for his son, Bronny. And LeBron Jr. threw down a big alley-oop dunk, and his dad got hype on the sidelines. Which was, by the way, a really fantastic dunk. And I don't know how it was old pretty this good kid dunk. is. He's not that old. Uh, maybe 14, junior now? 15? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Somewhere in there, middle high school. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, for sure has what looks to be NBA-level talent. And dad got hype and, you know, it was like dead ball afterwards, so he ran out on the court, lost one of his shoes on the way onto the court to chest bump his son. And the scolds got real worked up about it. Um, he later, like, I, 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 I was unclear on the sequence of events where he, he also joined the layup line and threw down some dunks in the gym as part of the, the yeah. I don't know if it was maybe coming out for the second half or something. No, yeah, I don't know. I I don't know what, but he did. He did join the team layup line and threw down some big old huge dunks while wearing like cargo shorts, <laughs> which was pretty. Was very... So I'm gonna I'm gonna tip my hand here, which I thought was pretty cool. I agree, but... and only the scolds could get upset about this, and it became this whole thing on the internet for a couple of days, where LeBron was, uh, according to noted dipshit Jason Whitlock. <laughs> Like ruining the sanctity of of the game by being you know an excited parent. I, I, first of all, AAU is not. It's not. It's this is not a. It's not a high school game. It's not a college game. It, like, there's something to be said for you're representing some institution other than yourself, and it's not appropriate for your dad to be going buck wild. Uh, right. You know, in in Lavar Ball style. Yes. If, <laughs> yeah, if we contrast if we contrast this with a Lavar Ball type of situation where your son is attending a Division One school, and you're in the camera on news all the time talking shit about the program and how they suck, and that how your son's way better than the program. Yeah, that's a that's more of a problem. Well, it's not like LeBron got on the mic after the game and cut a big promo talking about how his son was going to kick ass, and like you know he didn't like right? cut some big WWE promo for him talking about how awesome he was or anything. Yeah. He just got hype, and, and he's a basketball player still. He's, act, it's, he's an active player. Yes. You know what I mean? And if I'm privileged enough to be at the gym where LeBron is there taking in a game with his son, I would like to see LeBron do some cool shit. That sounds cool to me. That, that, that sounds amazing, you know, especially if you're a player and in saying, hey, we just happen to be playing LeBron James Jr.'s team and LeBron's there we know he's going to be there it's going to be cool maybe I can get a fist bump whatever and that would be yeah it's an AAU game it's an AAU game it's like it's a glorified scrimmage right now contrast that with like say if my son (laughs) I mean I wouldn't right I mean this is the thing but then again I'm not I'm not the world's best I'm not the world's best basketball player but you know it was it was always fun to be involved with 
you know, my kid when, when my son played YMCA basketball and I was <laughs> <laughs> like an assistant coach, it was fun to be out there. I mean, I, I understand. I understand the want for a parent to be to participate in some way, shape or form with their with their child's sports activities because I love sports, too. Right. So. So when they when they when they give LeBron a hard time about being being excited about basketball well what else is he supposed to be he loves basketball exactly i i I, here's the thing if i had my daughter out on the golf course and i don't know you know i'm sure you're a very staid parent you probably just hang out and 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 cheer quietly i think in a circumstance even like a drive pitch and putt which happens at augusta the the, literally the stuffiest place on earth Uh uh-huh and i i think i'd run out the ropes and like (laughs) be fist pumping (laughs) It would be hard to maintain my composure in that sort of situation. Well, not and once the competition was over, I did, who knows what would happen. I have no idea what would go on after that. Yeah, I guess, okay, I can get on board with the idea that if the, if the game had ended, this is more excusable. But, you know, doing it in the middle of the game is gets on the egregious side, I suppose. But only if you really want it. I, I, for me, this comes out of people just this weird hate for the fact that LeBron has approached... MJ's legacy, and I think people are anyone who remembers Michael Jordan, like really kind of rebels against this idea that anyone could ever again be as good as Michael Jordan because it felt sure. like at the time that no one would ever be that good at basketball ever again. Yeah, and so there's this weird LeBron takes a really a weird Arodian backlash for being I don't know too polished or too 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 well media trained. Yeah, I mean, there's that. I. And he, in all fairness, he he's grown up in a different, in a completely different media environment than Michael Jordan did. I mean, Michael Jordan could stay all night gambling and doing all these other kinds of crazy stuff, and nobody said anything. It never showed up anywhere. LeBron obviously can't do that kind of stuff. But I think they're, I think they are looking for reasons to take shots at him because he, what else, what else are you gonna crap on him about? Right. I mean, like, there's there, a whole there's industry of things. There's a whole industry of taking unnecessary shots at people. Like, there's a whole media industry built on this. Yeah. Yeah. I started thinking about, like, what other young basketball players have famous dads, because we're now old enough to have the next wave of these guys' children, like, entering Mm -hmm. the league, right? And the first one that came to mind was Bull Bull. So, (laughs) Bull Bull. (laughs) We were unfortunately deprived of the Manu Bull version of LeBron's antics, because, you know, sadly... Manute passed away in, in 2010. Um, but I find it hard to believe that anyone would have bitched if they like, literally just make it bowl bowl and minute bowl. Right. So bowl bowl blocks some shot. And then like, I don't know, like coast to coast, some huge jam. I, I don't think you can go coast to coast, but whatever. <laughs> whatever gets free on the outlet, right? Blocks a shot, gets free on the outlet, rams at home. And then Manute jumps out of the stands. And <laughs> and <it's, laughs> People would love that. Exactly. Yeah, and why? Tell because, me, cause it's tell- not LeBron. Right. Tell me tell me we wouldn't love it if Dikembe Mutombo's kid played and like blocked shots and Dikembe was like on the in the stands just like flopping around and like ah oh, doing that big Dikembe Mutombo thing and like waving his finger around. People would love that. People yeah. would absolutely people would actually get down for that. Yeah, and the next one that came to mind would be would people get mad at Shaq? So Sharif O'Neal is a promising young talent. I think he's about to start college this fall. Um obviously Shaq's busy and I don't know I don't know what their relationship's like. I feel like there's oh. some sort of a, a weird distance that I don't understand, but I don't think anybody gets mad at Shaq either. Nobody gets mad at Shaq about anything. Shaq, Shaq and Chuck are like, they, they've found a way to sort of cut into the whole celebrity thing. And so whatever they say or whatever they do, they, they seemingly can do whatever, and it's fine. Speaking of next-generation talent, did you see that the Expos have Vladimir Guerrero Jr.? Biggio's kid and Dante Bichette's kid, and they were all playing in a game the other night. I did. Uh, I well, I mean, I'm very aware of Vlad Jr. Um, and I, you know, a lot of people have been high on Kavan. Is is it is it Kavan or are we just doing? Is it a weird Kevin? <laughs> <laughs> it's very difficult to say. Well, I think it's it's Kavan Biggio, and then yeah, Bo Bichette got called up. I think relatively recently. Yeah, so yeah. People have been excited about him for a while uh, as well. Um, that's. It makes me feel old, but it's also very cool. Yeah, it's a, yeah. I mean, that's that definitely makes <laughs> it'll be it'll be you know it'll make me feel really old is when like Steph Curry's kids playing in the league. <laughs> well, then you'll actually be really old. So 
<laughs> you won't just feel old. You'll, you'll be old. I'm already old. But the um, but yeah. But I think that I think that I don't begrudge people getting excited about. I mean, it's not like he's interfering in the ball game in any way, shape, or form. He's not crabbing at the the refs from the from the stands. He's not being like a belligerent sports. Cha- you know, I'm totally cool with celebratory sports parent, like somebody who is is you know encouraging of their child while they are playing the game and um, sports. You know, golf. I'm around golf, so I've been. I walked around all day today. Um, you know, at a golf tournament and tough life you, know, you lead. The tough life I lead. <laughs> the uh, you're having a bad back and walking all that time, but it's it's totally fine. But the uh, but I think you see a lot of encouraging. You know, encouragement. I think that that's a that's a uh, that's a good thing. And uh, in the last golf tournament that I attended with my son who at the at the district level there were some people who were not very good <laughs> we Tell had like me about some it. bad some bad parenting well so so there were these two there were these two families put them on blast Chris put them on blast. <laughs> Come on. there were these two families there were two families and one family they and apparently I stumbled into the I stumbled in the middle of some sort of some sort of issue with them there's one family who is very golfy and the whole family comes out to watch their 10 year olds come to play so it's it's grandpa grandma dad mom sibling walking with this 10 year old then there's this other young man who is who is a golfer and but his dad is not so he i was talking to his father and he said oh yeah his he just took this up he really loves it and so i'm just doing what i can to get him out here and like i don't know anything about the sport really so so we have this golfy family and this sort of not golfy family and the kid who's not golfy apparently has been whooping this golfy kid all summer long <laughs> I'm sure the golfy family's taking this. They're just it, crazy levels of sportsmanship. They are not taking it well. <laughs> and Grandpa wouldn't shut the hell up about anything. Like, like, and this poor kid would miss like a three footer, and the Grandpa would go, "Oh!" <laughs> I was like, "Grandpa, I'm gonna put you in the grave if you keep this up." And it went on for two days because it was a two-day <laughs> thing and we just happened to get paired up with them the next day i was like god damn it so so there was this whole thing at scoring the next day so the golfy kid oh, no. who had shot like almost a hundred so so but we he sat down and we were, they read the they read the scores right in in you know tr- in triplets they're like you know four five four six four eight whatever whatever so he goes he goes he says at one point you know four six five and so i was the official scorer i was the official walking scorer so i said um that's not a six it's a seven (laughs) (laughs) and the kid who has his scorecard says Oh no no no! The kid's reading it, and he says seven, and the and the and the and the golfy kid says no, that was a six. I had the official card. I I was also official score. I said, oh no no, I, it's definitely, it's definitely a definitely a seven. Other official score has seven. So this kid's like, no no, I had six. And and uh, and he goes, and I know my dad has six on his card. Well, your dad is not an official scorer right so we're like so we're talking this out it's like three of us have seven you think you got a six and then golfy dad chirps up and says i had six (laughs) dude you are not involved so now not golfy kid's dad who's a sort of like a burly working man like is starting to get visibly agitated. Sure. Yeah. You know. You're. 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 You're not being. You're not performing. You're not behaving with integrity. And I, I right. guarantee that didn't go over well with the guy it, that. Yes. So now I'm standing in the middle of this, and it, it's starting to. And you could feel the air get really thick right there. It was like, <laughs> oh shit, somebody's gonna get punched. And I hope I'm not standing in between them. So, 
the kid is saying, no, I have six, I have six, three of us have seven. Like, two official scores, and the, the person keeping score has seven. The, and now, nah, now Golfy Dad says, well, if you don't like it, don't sign the card. <laughs> and, now, and now I think non-Golfy Dad is going to crush him now. And so, in his defense, non-Golfy Dad says, now, again, everyone's speaking out of turn now. He's like, well, if he wants a six, let's just give him a six. <laughs> That's a fantastic comeback. And I was like, and the scorer looked at me and I said, he ain't, he's, you know, what's the, he's, it's 98 or 97. I just like, we're, I just, you know, I'm, we're out of here. I'm out of here. I can't, I just need to leave now. I mean, this is, and and apparently they again they play they live in the same town they play at the same golf course i have no idea there's going to be a news feature like, <laughs> at some point in the near future where you know non-golfy dad kills golfy dad uh, well, it's going to be bad do your civic duty as an eyewitness and uh, make sure your phone's out the next time <laughs> this goes on <laughs> i was I was. I don't deal well in those kind of situations. I just. That's wanna, why you should step back and tape it. Right. I just want to <laughs> extricate myself quickly. It's like, okay, let's just, yeah, let's give the kid the six, and I, I can't deal. Well, that so seems I, like a perfect transition into our next segment, where we can talk about some more bad parenting. <laughs> All right. So we've had this on the the talk sheet for quite a while. Uh, I think it just we never got into it because it required some preparation. <laughs> yeah. But. We've touched on the fact before that in the the Disney universe, the D, the DCU, <laughs> the parenting leaves much to be desired. We've talked about King Triton actually getting a bad rap. Uh, he shows up on a lot of these bad parenting lists if you look into like people who have compiled this in the past. And, I, I still I'm still I'm still team team King Triton. Yeah, my my problems are with Ariel <laughs> for sure. <laughs> um, but. Did you have one that you wanted to start with? I th- well, I think that I think because you want, well, you, you'd seen the Lion King, right? Well, I just think it's amazing that first of all, I don't know what happened to Walt Disney, but there's a definitely a vendetta against moms. Oh, I have the information when you're ready. <laughs> In the, okay. Hit me with it. Okay, all right. So it's long been explained that the. The child, the, mo- the motherless child, is just a, a trope that gets reused in fantasy stories repeatedly, which is empirically true. But in a 2014 I- t- interview, Lion King producer Don Hahn attributed its use to Walt Disney's own childhood trauma. According to Hahn, Disney deliberately wrote out, killed off, or replaced maternal figures as a consequence of the guilt he carried about his own mother's death. Hot off the heels of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs' success in 1937. Walt and his brother Roy has, had presented their parents, Flora and Elias, with their own home in North Hollywood, near the Disney Studios in Burbank, California. It was in this house one year later that Flora lost her life. Walt had had the studio guys come over to fix the furnace. And when his mom and dad moved in, the furnace leaked and his mother died. The housekeeper came in the next morning and pulled his mother and father out on the front lawn. They were both passed out from gas exposure. His father was sick and went to the hospital, but his mother died. Walt would never talk about it. Nobody ever does. He never spoke about that time because he felt personally responsible. Oh man, heavy! I, how that story doesn't get told very often. No. Wow. <laughs> I now I feel that it makes so much more sense that he would choose all these. He would choose all these movies where the moms are missing, dead or otherwise. Well, I mean, do you want? So I, I also compiled a list. <laughs> do you want to hear the list of 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 mothers that were like murdered? What are the murdered ones? Like well, Nemo's okay, so mom gets murdered. I organized them into uh, Bambi's mom gets murdered. I, so I organized them into absent parents, <laughs> uh, mothers killed or captured, and adoptive mothers and evil stepmothers. So I'll, I'm going to go through this quickly because otherwise we'll spend the entire segment on this. Okay. So if you want to count Pinocchio. Who knows what's going on in Geppetto's life, but there's no mother to be seen. <laughs> sure. Uh, Peter Pan, obviously. Like, how did he become Peter Pan? Yeah. They appoint Wendy as their mother. Like, that's... Not weird. Meanwhile, Wendy Wendy is doing the Leah Thompson role in Back to the Future, trying to kiss Peter the whole time. 
<laughs> she has uh, a she's yeah she's she's <laughs> she's got a problems <laughs> in the sword in the stone arthur or wart is an orphan sure uh in the rescuers penny has no parents and gets adopted at the end Oh, that's in, right. She's an orphan. Yep. In Oliver and Company, uh, Penny Foxworth's parents are away for biz- on business for the entire film. <laughs> <laughs> like like, uh, like um, Ruby and Max's parents. Just They don't exist. They're just <laughs> on a trip forever. In Beauty and the Beast, Belle's mother is unnamed and unmentioned. Yeah, she's just gone. She's just, uh, yeah. Lilo and Stitch, uh, their parents died in a car accident prior to the movie. Setting oh, of the movie. Um. <laughs> In, if you want to count Guardians of the Galaxy, Star-Lord's father is missing in the first movie. Yeah, and his and mom dies. His mother dies right off the, right off the bat. Sh- sure. All right. So then in Mother's Killed or Captured, uh, we have Dumbo. We She's, have Bambi. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Shere Khan kills Mowgli's mother in the Jungle Book. That's how it starts. Does he? In the, in the cartoon version, yes. Oh. Wow. Uh, in the Fox and the Hound, Todd's mother, the, uh, the fox, is killed by a hunter. Yeah. Uh, in the Hunchback of Notre Dame, and we'll come back to this because I, I made some notes about this. Uh, Quasimodo's mother is straight up killed by Count Frollo. <laughs> His father is—it's—it's uh, it's never explained. He—he he, he adopts him again. We'll come back to that. Um, in Tarzan, the parents are killed, obviously, mm. by the tiger. Uh, in Finding Nemo, Nemo's mother Coral is killed by the barracuda. She has a name. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, anyway <laughs> yes, the the Barracuda does does a number on not only his mom but like hundreds of his brothers and sisters. <laughs> yes, <laughs> all of them, in fact. Yeah. <laughs> uh, obviously, Frozen, which we've touched on before, Elsa right. and Anna's parents are killed in a shipwreck. Um, Kristoff is also an orphan in that movie. Oh right, because he gets raised by the trolls. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it, so as far as adoptive and evil stepmothers, uh, we have 101 Dalmatians. Wait a minute. Is she, is she someone's mom? She's the stepmother to the other 84 puppies. What the other, not, not Krill the Ville, the other dog. Oh. Yeah. Wow. I didn't, I didn't go any further than making, <laughs> I just, I was Googling like missing parents. So. Uh, Tarzan we've talked about, um, yeah. but, but he gets adopted and then his dad's an asshole. Like, like oh, right. he's mad the whole time that the mother adopted Tarzan. Like, get, I mean, I get you're upset, but maybe you get over it. Right. Um, entangled. Uh, the mother Gothel. Yeah. Uh, mother I Gothel. Guess, mother yeah. Gothel kidnaps her. Yes. Yes. And like raises her. Yes. Yeah. The evil queen in Snow White is Snow White's stepmother, obviously. Yeah. Uh, Cinderella. She is. She is the wicked. She is the wicked stepmother. She is definitely, I mean, she has magic powers and <laughs> really makes a lot of effort. Yeah. Yeah. To make uh, Snow White's life harder than it needs to be. Basically, she's <laughs> jealous. Like, yeah, how she's dare jealous. you also be attractive? <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, that's the whole point. Uh, Cinderella. I remember as a child being very, very afraid of Lady Tremaine in Cinderella. Like, because there's different. Man, they, Lady Tremaine is frightening. Well, they shoot her a lot. Like, I, they shoot her like it's live action. Uh, it's, it's. I don't know how you. It's animated she's, in a way where she's in shadow a lot with like yeah. crazy green eyes. <laughs> she's <laughs> lit. Yeah, she's lit in a harrowing way. Yes. Um, and th- that was my list. And then yeah. I have some other like single father stuff where uh, we have Aladdin. Um, where's Where's Jasmine's mother? Yeah, she's just gone. She's like Belle's mom. She's just gone. Yep. She's just like she just she died. No one no one talks about her. In the Toy Story movies, Andy doesn't have a father. Oh yeah. Just the mom. It makes me wonder if the first move is divorce related. <laughs> yeah. What's the in Inside Out, don't they don't her folks get divorced or something? No, they just move. They just oh. move to San Francisco and she's oh. upset. Oh, okay. <laughs> she eat broccoli pizza and shit. all right so i want to come back to some of the worst of the worst here okay um i said i wanted to come back to quasimodo specifically so first of all i don't know if his name is count but his whatever frollo is his name uh he he names quasimodo quasimodo which is latin for you know half formed (laughs) after murdering quasimodo's mother right right that's pretty rough i mean sure (laughs) <laughs> uh, now the original the, the original hunchback of notre dame is um is a who uh this is 
is it did the three musketeers write the three did that guy write this these I, French things. It's just French things. <laughs> you want me to know the origins of the Notre Dame no, story? But I'm just saying that uh, that it's important to have it's important to have some sort of intrigue in the whole thing, right? Sure. It's, it's important to it's important that that you know all these French all those like Three Musketeers movie like stories are all about how the king is basically a good guy and then everybody who works for the king fucking sucks, right? They're all yes. evil. Yes. That, that There's a layer of middle French management during <laughs> French revolutionary times or whatever where where it was just where people were just being assholes. So, well, yes. Now that I know that it's uh, Victor Hugo, I feel very yeah. stupid for not having that at the there ready in my brain. Yeah. Yeah. So the... Uh, <laughs> yes. Cosimo, he's deformed. Let's call him deformed guy. <laughs> right, right. Why don't we just call you that? Yeah, <laughs> it's like Bran the Broken in Game of Thrones. It's like really, yeah, we can't. Uh, we we know you have a lot of options. <laughs> Bran the can't walk. Bran the uh, Bran the thrown from a building. So yeah, we, <laughs> we talked about speaking of being thrown from a building. Rapunzel, uh, Mother Gothel is um, like really one of the worst people in the in the dcu i, I mean she's so motivated to again maintain her. what is with these old women like women being motivated to do whatever it takes to make sure they they stay as attractive as they possibly can yeah well i mean that's <laughs> so sexist to disney right <laughs> <laughs> yes the whole who's the beauty of the ball here's the thing here's the thing about mother gothel mother gothel has kind of a a baby newer thing that works for me. Like I'm kind of like down with <laughs> mother Gothel. <laughs> like, you know, mother Gothel is kind of hot. I kind of uh, would make out with mother uh, Gothel. I'm not going to argue she's with like, you. The dress is pretty she, tight. <laughs> I know she's like a 500 year old, like crone witch. Like you wouldn't know that at the time though. Who's like, who's like sucking the life energy out of this girl's hair. I get this, but yeah. So like I said, she's kind of got a baby newer thing. That's like, yeah, okay. I need some no. more information about Mother <laughs> motivations because she could have used that power in secret to do a lot of like really worm her way into I, I don't know. Well, I, she was. I mean, so what was she out there doing while Rapunzel well, she, was in the tower? <laughs> well, well, she. Well, it's because she had the flower and she had the flower for who knows how long. Mm-hmm. Like she couldn't dig it up and put it in a pot and take it home. So Fair. when they <laughs> apparently, but she didn't want to take the chance. But when they found it, and like she's like she just she just it just it was hers. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and and I, as I was analyzing this, going back to Frozen, um, <laughs> Team Mother Gothel, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I know we got that we established that. <laughs> I'm kind of surprised that they didn't rely on a trope in Frozen. Credit to them for not having a like more sinister Jafar character who was waiting in the wings to like plan their deaths and then make, you know, and then separate the sisters and, and like exploit Elsa's power. Like, as opposed to, you know, I guess we get the, the Duke of Wesselton. He's kind of the the stand in. It was just, everybody was sort of desperate to like make their lives a little better at the expense of these two, two young ladies. Yeah. Hashtag sidebar. uh, One of my favorite things on frozen is that hot glog is an actual thing. Like what? Yeah. So Hans, when he's pretending to be helpful, um, offers the people to come inside the castle in the the, the sudden winter like uh, we have uh-huh. warm blankets and hot glog in the castle <laughs> that's the thing i just thought it was a weird like disney no glog is a a scandinavian beverage oh all right yeah <laughs> uh, i wonder I what it on... tastes like it's made from yak milk or some right? such it sounds like, like you caribou out of some socks yeah car- <laughs> <laughs> you strain caribou uh caribou milk through i don't know whatever it's fermented. <laughs> Back to Aladdin. The Sultan is a real indictment for royal lineage as a ruling class. That guy's a doofus. Well, I mean, let's be clear. Let's be clear about Belle's mom and Jasmine's mom, because they must have been wicked hot. Because the dads really are sort of short round guys. <laughs> and their daughters are both like two of the best looking Disney princesses. So, so it makes mom, sense for me. Mom must've been, mom must've been something special. Of course. And it makes sense to me with the Sultan because in the case he's of the Sultan, Sultan, he's, he's like, well, he's like, you know, yeah, he's a Sultan. He's pushing 70. 
Yeah, maybe into maybe into the seventies. And he's got and a Jasmine's like daughter. nineteen. <laughs> he's got a teenage daughter. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I can buy that. But what's going on with the old French guy who's got the twenty-year-old daughter? Right. He's <laughs> he's a weird engineering genius and hot yeah, country, my, hot country yeah. wife. Was, she was into books, right? Yeah, yeah, she's probably yeah. a lot like Belle. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. So she, she respected was, his intellect. Yes, he was a little bit of a he was yeah he was a little bit distracted, but he 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 obviously cared about her. Maybe as a young man, he had that big dick energy. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> the last one I was going to touch on is that Coco, a more recent example. What are Miguel's parents doing? They just let Abuela dominate his life. Like, no, you can't play the fucking guitar. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel like Dad should have been like, no, here, here, I got you one. Here, you can go out in the shed and practice. It's fine. <laughs> I never saw Coco. What? I didn't see it. That's that's terrible. You should see Coco. Your parent, your kids would love it. I think they saw it. I think I just missed it. <laughs> you would like it too. It's good. All right. Like it's it's uh, it's entertaining enough that I'm fine putting it on. And he has to find his dead Elvis father. I don't want to spoil it for you. There's more. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I'll stop. I'll stop you, right there. You should watch it. There's a great. There's a couple of great musical sequences. Uh, I I really love Un Poco Loco. It sticks with me. All right. All right. Well. All, all right. right. Well, speaking of honoring your mother, let's head to segment three. And in segment three, we're going to talk about gift giving in the modern age. So as I mentioned at the top of the show, top of the show it is my daughter's mother's birthday. Uh, by the time you're hearing this, it will actually be the day of her birth. So once again, happy birthday, honey. You won't, you won't hear this, but uh, I'll say it to you in, in person. Don't worry. Happy birthday, honey. So I'm doing some gift giving <laughs> my own self, and I'm going to give a good gift for two reasons. One, because my wife was very clear about one thing she very wanted. Okay. Very much wanted. Like, that she was like, I want this. I'm tired of not having it. Please get it for me. <laughs> Which is, by the way, how all gift giving should work. We'll return to that in just a moment. But I'm also giving the secondary thoughtful gift. So, for those of you... <laughs> by the way, on, air quoted thoughtful. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's corny. It's, it's, I mean, I can't take too much credit. It's, it's not, you know, it's not earth shattering. Right. But, uh... I mentioned, for those of you following along with the quick drop controversy at the local arena sports. Uh, <laughs> You're not using your quick drop tickets to buy your wife a gift, are you? 100%. Of course I am. I thought you were buying yourself a gift with those tickets. Well, see, I am not a terrible person. I'm using my <laughs> ill-gotten gains to <laughs> purchase a gift for my wife. I asked you on Twitter a couple weeks ago if you preferred the Mario light or the Pac-Man light. Mm-hmm. And my wife had said offhand that she thought the Pac-Man light was cool a few weeks before that. And that's the only reason I even considered it, because I had had my eye on that Mario lamp for a while. Yeah. And, and believe me, I'll, I'll you've get been it. Ri- you've been ripping off this arcade for months. Well, it's only going to take me five more weeks to get that Mario light. And with that 1,000 <laughs> tickets a week, it's no problem. And you better believe I stacked up another 1,000 this last Saturday on that, pre- that, that real time. I think it's called the Tower of Tickets. They're going to put your picture up. Well, it's cool because I go in there and there's like no one in there but staff at nine in the morning. And I walk over there and spend five minutes waiting. Well, I don't care if they know. These teenage kids don't give a shit. Well, well, the manager, I I think he knows who I am, though, because I walked up because my wife didn't go to soccer with us last week, which gave me an excellent opportunity (laughs) to get the light. And so I went in there and I I, first I racked up my thousand tickets. (laughs) And then I went over to the counter and the, the manager who... It's, it's always unclear how much someone who works in a place like this knows you because mm-hmm. we've had, I don't, at this point, probably a dozen interactions, right? But he right. sees hundreds of people every weekend. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, I, I'm an active parent, so I often have questions or I need something or whatever, and I kind of understand how the place works now. So I'm, I'm kind of like that annoying, like, this guy he's, knows the deal. He's an insider. Yeah. <laughs> and so he's making my life a little harder because I can't blow him off because right. he'll call me on anything. We have a, there's a weird tete-a-tete that we have every time we interact. Got it. He's very friendly, but he was the guy that came over. And I was like, I'd like to get this Pac-Man light, please. Okay. Walked me over, rang me up, didn't say shit, handed it to me, walked away. <laughs> <laughs> he seemed not he angry knows. isn't the right he word. Knows. He, knows. he knows. He knows. But you put this originally in here to talk about the fact that you think it's much harder to give, get, to give gifts in the modern age. And I, I tend to agree, but I'd like to hear your, uh, yeah, your, your reason. Yeah, I think that... Well, I think that first of all, um, when you want stuff these this, in this day and age, it's like Amazon and the internet, most people just scratch the itches, right? 
I know I'm this way. I'm the worst. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm impossible to buy gifts for because oh, yeah. of this. Yeah, because if like, I see something I want and it's a reasonable price, I'm just going to get it. I just buy it. Yeah, because it's going to just show up. I don't have to do anything. Right. Tap, and tap, right, tap. Cool, and right, around, and right around gift-giving time, like my birthday or Christmas, my wife has to kibosh. She's like, don't buy anything <laughs> for the next three weeks prior to this gift-giving thing. And then you, then it's like, well, then, then you know, then you have to tell her what you want. And then it's like, okay, I'll just, then they buy it. And then you see the, the email from Amazon, <laughs> you know? And so it's, it's really just a funny time in the world because before you just had to, you had to guess at what people wanted, right? Which was the fucking worst. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they always say the best gift is something someone wants, but wouldn't buy for themselves. And, and I believe that, mm-hmm. but it's almost impossible to do in this day age to, to, because people just buy the shit they want. Yeah. You mentioned Amazon and my take on this is that, so I've come to understand that I believe that every adult has a self-determining factor. Like you, you, you it's up to you. Like I'm not responsible for your good time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's up to you right. to, to, to create the world you want to live in. Yeah, and so to that end, I I keep uh, just an Amazon wish list. I'm like, you know what? I want this. I don't want to spend this money. I'm just going to add it to the wish list. Okay. Um, it depends on what it is. Uh, I'll buy pretty much anything that's less than thirty bucks. <laughs> right. But you but you you floated some stuff out there. You've 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 seeded it a little bit so that people don't have to completely guess. Right, and I think that everyone should have to do this. Like, you, if you are a responsible adult living in a society. <laughs> And you right. want gifts that you want to you want to receive? Keep a registry, right, for yourself. How about this if your mother? Like. How about if your mother-in-law buys you golf balls? You have to smile and then give them to someone who they're appropriate for. <laughs> like the worst golf balls ever. See, I got to get. I I got a gift a dozen very nice golf balls that I just don't prefer to play. Right. Expensive, top of the line. Uh huh. Happy to find it on the course, just not the ones I'm going to buy for myself. Sure. And I was like, "Cool, you know." And I have to, you have to, you have to put on the face. Yeah, like, cool. This is you. not what I want, but thanks. And that's why I, I keep know the you list. play golf. Yeah. I know you play golf. Here are these golf balls. They say they're really good. Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> There's nothing worse than being a golfer around gift giving time when people are trying to be creative. I want, but I do want that. I want that toilet golf thing. Have you ever seen the toilet golf thing? No. It's this. It's this putting green okay. that is a, a toilet mat. And it comes with like little, like a little putter and a little golf. And like, like while you're shitting. Uh huh. Oh my god. <laughs> well, your phone will be cleaner. Yeah. I, I don't know if I want to. If I saw that in your house, I don't think I would play it. I don't. No, think that goes I, in the master bath. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'd grab the putter because it probably has your shitty hands all over it. But <laughs> probably, probably. But I, I think I, I think I'd like that. I, th- I think I'd like the uh, the bathroom, uh, the toilet golf. Thing. Oh, I, one of the reasons. This is one of the reasons. I I'm putting that out there for put the list. For I put it on the list. <laughs> put it on the list, man. No, but it is just challenging. It's challenging, and the uh, in in this, you know, in our family, you know, we're we're very open to returning gifts. Like, if you get a gift, you get a gift receipt. People just return shit. Like back in the day, like you had to keep shit. Remember yeah. that when people yeah. gave you a gift, you're like, "Thanks," and then you just stuffed it away. Like you couldn't say, "Hey, is there a gift receipt with this?" They'd be like, "What the hell?" <laughs> you know, <laughs> I think that I think that maybe that may does that make gift giving harder or easier? Like if I buy you something, like if I bought somebody a like if I buy my wife a like a quarter zip or something like that, and she doesn't like it. Like back in the old days, she would just like she'd suck it up and wear Which it. Which is dumb. No, take it. it back. If you don't want to take it back, don't let me waste the money. But it's this it's this frame of thinking that, that puts you in a tough spot sometimes because I feel like I may have told this story on the show already, and I apologize if I'm repeating myself, but sharpier listeners will recall that shortly after Christmas, um, I mentioned that I got a the butt putt. Do you remember the butt putt? <laughs> no. So it was like it's a it's a a putting thing. You're just a putting target, and my understanding is that when you put the ball into it, it farts and then the ball comes flying back out. <laughs> and the reason I say my understanding is is because it's still in its box under the bed. Right. <laughs> and my wife a few months later was like, "Have you used that 
butt putt thing that I got you for Christmas yet? She's like, you can't just put it under the bed and pretend it doesn't exist. And I was like, watch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, your wife bought you the butt putt. Yeah. Oh. Well, she also got me something. This is what I was afraid I was repeating myself. She also got me something for golf that was relatively expensive. It was a, it's like a, I don't, I don't know what it's actually called, but it's the deal where it keeps track of one of those deals where you like, I'm hitting my six iron and it went this far. Oh, right. Like a, like an Arcos or a yeah, game golf. Exactly. Kind of no, thing? that's what it was. The Arcos. She bought and, like a whole Arcos system. Yeah. And like so those, those weren't free. Correct. And so my game has progressed beyond the need for that particular technology. Uh-huh. And at the time, that was already the case. But it was a very thoughtful gift. Yeah. But it was, like you said, not free. And in fact, a, n- a couple hundred bucks minimum. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so my response was exactly like I explained it to you. I was like, hey, this is a, a great gift. I'm super excited that you got me this. But I have to be honest that this isn't really um, going to give me the kind of benefit that I would get from it at this point in my golf ability. And it took me like days of revisiting the subject to get her over being mad at me. <laughs> like I should have just shut up and said, Hey, do you have a receipt for the, cause she probably got me something else too. Yeah. Just, just never said, just, but then she would ask me about it. And I would have had to lie. So none of that's good. Yeah. So just honesty say, is the best policy, but not yeah. all, but other people want you to like their gifts and they get mad or they might get mad if yeah. you're not as receptive to it as they might have wanted. Which is, yeah, which is, again... It's, but I'm not which, like that at all. Which which is why which is why everyone just gives everybody gift cards now. But that's... I don't want that either, though. Gift cards. <laughs> I don't actually I don't, want gifts. That's yeah. why I'm saying just go on the list and buy me something <laughs> from the list and everyone's going to be happy. Right. <laughs> or just buy me a card, tell me you love me, and then uh, I'll just buy my own shit. Exactly, <laughs> and that'll be great, and I'll be happy, and you'll be happy, and you know, you know. But I know people want to do nice things for you because they love you. I get it. Yeah, and I want them to do nice things for me because they love me, and I like that. And I don't and want so, an Amazon gift card because then I'm just going to use it to like defray cost of like regular shit that I order every month. Right, <laughs> I'm just going to buy like razor blades with it yeah, and yeah. like uh, some b- bullshit. Hey, our uh, I, I toner. I didn't, I didn't have to pay for three, <laughs> I didn't have to pay for the three months of our subscribe and save order because <laughs> you gave me that gift card. So thank you for that. That's that's great. Yeah, we had detergent. <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, good. That dad perspective. It is time. Now comes the part where we throw our heads back and laugh. Ready? Ready. <laughs> for dad jokes of the week. Woo. Uh, I did not promise a good showing this week, and uh, I'm glad I didn't set any expectations because it's, uh, it's a little rough. When is it not? <laughs> Are you ready? You bet. What do you get when you cross a Doberman with a bird? Uh, I don't know. A Doberman Fincher. Wow. Yeah, right? What kind of book did Frankenstein's monster like to read? One with a cemetery plot. I really like that they went to the like extra effort to say Frankenstein's monster. Like we're not getting any emails about this shit. No, we no, know it's I, not called Frankenstein. Right, it's Frankenstein's monster. You illiterates. <laughs> I like how the people at Big uh, Dad Joke Calendar like have some sort of. It's just some English major who's like pissed off. Who's like big Mary these, Shelley fans over there? Right. I'm not. Yeah, we're gonna get this right. We're gonna tell some nonsensical stories about some nonsensical non jokes, but this Frankenstein monster thing's gonna come through. Couldn't you just make some kind of fire joke there? I don't, there's something there. I don't know. Cemetery plot. All right, so this one's terrible. I'm gonna rework it after I read it to you because I feel like there's a, the the makings of a decent joke here, but this isn't right. it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what happens when you drop a hand grin egg? You get. I don't it, know. Explodes. Uh, hand no wait, ha, hand what? It says grin egg. egg. Grin egg. Oh lord. Okay, what? so can't you just write a joke that says, "What happens when you throw a hand grenade in a chicken coop?" Yeah, it explodes. it explodes. Sure. Yeah, right. it's not complicated. Right. I fed a hen gunpowder, and it expl- it exploded. <laughs> That's animal cruelty. You're definitely getting you're definitely getting hate mail for animal cruelty jokes. Well, I was gonna make a terrible like re- re- rewrite about suicide bombing, so that's probably not <laughs> yep. it Pass. explodes. It explodes. Egg explodes. Fine. It's fine. fine. Uh, be quiet inside the pharmacy. You might wake the sleeping pills. 
I might take all the sleeping pills after that joke. Don't mix them with alcohol. Yeah, and follow them with some Jameson. And finally, Orion's belt is a big waste of space. <laughs> I'm God. partial to the science material. Yes. Is is it better if it was waste in space? I, I, was, I don't. It's it's not worth an. It's not worth breaking down. He says. Not really. Did you bring no. us anything this week? I have one. All right. I boiled a bunch of clowns last night. It was a laughing stock. <laughs> All right. All right. Essence Thanks. of clown. Essence of clown. You need it. You need it for uh for uh, uh there's got to be a booyah based joke here. Line. Anyway. <laughs> Well, let's go to the overtime. All right, let's do it. Overtime. We had some other stuff set up, but like I mentioned, I was out in the world this week, and anytime I go out in the world, I come back with stories. <laughs> <laughs> so the Democratic debates have been occurring last night, by the time you listen to this. Raging on. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm not going to offer any real Insightful, commentary here. No. I, I, n- my mind has not been changed. <laughs> I... I, I basically have, and I'm sticking to this, wake me up, like, during the quarterfinals. Like, I need eight people. I can't I can't do this 20-person thing. It's like, wake me up, like, get down to, like, eight people, four people, and then I'm, I'm going to get engaged. But I can't do 20 people. Sorry. Look, I, I've tweeted this. I probably said it in person to various people at least half a dozen times. I'm, I'm just ready to let mom, and be, let mom be in charge for a while. Yeah, That's how I'm feeling about it right now. Okay. But it did remind me of our broken healthcare system and my personal experience with it that I thought I would share with you. So I think I've talked on the show before about, or I know you and I have discussed at least many times about my pro-propecia stance. (laughs) Yep, keeping the hair you got is what you're saying. Propecia is the opposite of alopecia in that it is a drug that blocks a certain type of testosterone that keeps your hair from falling out. I have been a loyal customer for... 15 years and it has worked very well for me Mm. but i've talked to you before about how it's been very expensive because it's not the kind of thing that insurance is interested in covering they don't care like no no no, buddy you can they don't want yeah they don't want to cover your vanity drugs right being bald is free (laughs) 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 all right so it's cost me for years it cost me like 80 bucks a month um seems fair it's a lot for what it is, right? But as it's gone generic now, it's significantly less expensive sometimes. And so here's the deal. When I go to the pharmacy and refill this prescription, because it's not covered by insurance, they still will be like, oh, it's $80. And I'm like, well, did you apply the manufacturer's coupon? And usually that brings it down to about 30 bucks or 25 bucks. I'm not really sure what the mechanics of the manufacturer's coupon are. Really? They just, I mean, if you, you, you don't have to present it. You just have to ask for it. Well, the fact that I have to ask for it is the problem. Like if it exists, you should be the ones that know about it. You work at the pharmacy. Well, no, well, supermarkets do that all the time, right? They know there's tons of shit on coupon. Well, but if you don't bring the coupon, they're not going to give it to you for nothing. Fine. But the apply. pharmacy shouldn't work that way. <laughs> that's how, that's how retail works. Bring the coupon in. That's what I'm saying. Pharmacy is not a retail enterprise. <laughs> It is if you're buying hair pills. Not if it's available for this is, and this is the first disparity. So in the past, it's been like, it's weird because the price goes all over the place. And then sometimes it's 30, sometimes it's 20. This last time the dude comes, he's like, it's $86 or whatever. I'm like, oh, okay, well you have the coupon. And he tap, tap, taps on his computer. And he's like, oh yes, here it is. And he taps it, applies it. He's like, that's 10 bucks. So the coupon the, was, wait a minute. The coupon was for $70? That's correct. And I'm supposed to be the one that knows about the $70 coupon? It's not like it's coming in the Sunday circular. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't, I'm not clipping this out on my counter. Like, it's just some secret. And I only found out about it because one time I went in there and the knowledgeable pharmacy person was like, oh, by the way, there's a coupon for this. So it's half price. And I was like, excuse me? And this <laughs> happened for the first time probably two or three years ago. And so now every time I know to ask. But I have to ask, and it's it's just some code. They for know ten bucks. Put- I'd take hair pills for ten bucks. <laughs> well, go to the pharmacy. Ten bucks, get a prescription. Oh. Uh, see, anyway, I, this is my personal example of how broken and fucked up our healthcare system is. Like, there's there should be yeah exactly. If I can get it for ten bucks, you should always be giving me the best price. Is that what you're saying? At l- please. But, but. 
Like if there's a, if offering, it's twenty bucks, the, how are they offering a how are they offering a seventy dollar coupon? Look, man, I don't know how this shit works. Nobody does. <laughs> no one could could know that healthcare was so complicated. Don't because, you remember? Because there's all these other people paying all these other dudes paying full full boat. Well, public service announcement, fellas, if you have ever or if you take Propecia or if you've ever liked to take Propecia, uh, make sure you ask for whatever the hell the manufacturer's coupon is because, you know, 10 bucks a month. And I want the coupon. Give me the GDMF coupon. Indeed. You greedy bastards at Pfizer. I don't, I don't even know who makes it. I don't care. It doesn't matter. It's Merck, I think, actually. <laughs> Well, good. Well, I mean that's it's good. You and you and uh, Matthew McConaughey both are benefiting from. <laughs> How do you know that? Benefit. I don't know. Someone someone asked Matthew McConaughey one time that you know like because in a time to kill, time to kill. Yes. Yeah. He's he's getting pretty bald in okay. a time to kill. I mean, you could tell that Matthew McConaughey is... Yeah, it's like, like the long hair with the widow's peak. Yeah, and it's a little bit thin on the top. You go back and look at it. It's pretty... It's pretty... It's pronounced. And at some point down the road, like, his hair, like, squares itself away. And someone asked him about it. He said, hey, just, uh, you know, therapy, therapy work. Therapy, therapy works for me. The therapy works for me. Right. And I just assume he was taking Rogaine or, or something. Well, a couple of weeks ago, I talked about how I could not impersonate a police officer, but just imply <laughs> that I was a police officer. This is a really, this is a thin blue line you've drawn. I want to return to this because I was thinking about, I, I ran into another idiot situation on the road today. Got it. I was coming up the neighborhood road and I had just got off a plane. The airport's pretty far from my house. It's not an easy commute from there. And I came across some people who were blocking the left lane of traffic on our local throughway. Um, we, we're getting around them. And as I'm passing, I see that they look like they're exchanging information and whatnot. Uh-huh. And it looks like a very mild fender bender. People are still sitting in their cars. Again, they're blocking traffic. Neither right. one of these vehicles looks inoperable to my naked eye. There's no mm-hmm. steam. There's no obvious <laughs> damage that looks like life. Crumple zones. Crumple zones are still intact. And I really wanted to berate them. Like, I'm sorry, are you adults? What the hell are you doing in the street? Like, there is a, you could, we're at it. Like, they're right in front of where an intersection is, so they must have gotten in the accident near the light. Mm-hmm. You could take a left, and there's like a, just a cutout parking lot of a business that's closed right there. You yeah. take care of your business in there. And it's, a, it's insane to me that I, anyone needs to be told this. And I feel like the cop that is going to show up is going to be like, get these cars out of the road. It's the first thing he's going to say. Yeah. And so I'm, how can I be <laughs> the person who stops? And I feel like I can just, if I just roll up with enough authority, like just pull up next to him, get out of my car. And the first thing I ask them is just, does anybody need medical attention? Just establish authority right off the bat, right? Like, because they're going to answer that question, right? Not, is anybody hurt? I'm not trying to find anything right. out. Does anyone need immediate medical attention? So I feel like at this point, I'm sort of, impersonating a, 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 a medical professional <laughs> if i was okay. going to do this but that's what I, that would be the sequence of events does anyone need medical attention no no everything's fine I, i'm sorry are both these vehicles operable y- yes we believe so then get the fuck out of the road <laughs> <laughs> that's a good way to get shot in this day and age sadly. they're bad whatever they, these people <laughs> these people they look scary just, just, <laughs> just move the cars get out of the road i you know and i i it's funny because I, I've had a number of experiences where I've been hit by other people. Uh-huh. And uh, I've had an experience where someone hit me and then as I pulled off, drove away. So okay. so th- that is the thing you don't want to have happen. And I understand sort of people's fear of that. I also had an experience where um, someone wanted to drive. This happened on the freeway and we're on the shoulder. And they're like, oh, let's drive over here. And I'm like, let's not. <laughs> we're going to stay here on the right. freeway until the cops come because you don't seem like you have insurance <laughs> and it seems like that's why you really want to go over to this other place because i feel like you, you want like to, this this interaction to end right you're that you're ready to bolt yes so i have mixed feelings on the on the, the circumstances in general but i just someone can some responsible adult please get control of these people yeah now i think that, this is like half that's like the motto for my life this can, is this yeah, this is the reason I installed a I did I, I installed a dash cam in yeah. my in my ca- in my car. You're like an honorary Russian. I am an honorary. <laughs> like, 
you see all those hilarious dash cam videos where people will jump out in front of your car and then like lie down yeah and like pretend they're <laughs> those are my favorite ones i can't wait. i want someone to try that on me so i can just point at the dash cam and go i have a dash cam so they could like stand up and walk out and then i could you know play that on the internet for people all right well i mean get some more you know craziness on your dash cam so we have uh, more stuff to talk about on the show uh, <laughs> <laughs> post it alongside your uh your your golf fight videos right perfect <laughs> Exactly. All right. All right. Well, that's our show. Our thanks to all of you for listening to Two on Three Pod. We hope we help you live a more deeply examined life. If you don't already, please subscribe and a review on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify. And thanks to those of you that have reviewed us in the last couple of days. I've seen our numbers grow ever so slightly. And we appreciate those of you who take the extra effort to give us a little positive feedback. We like the negative feedback, too. Just not as much. (laughs) Uh, But don't be shy about sharing your thoughts and suggestions for the show. We'll be back next week with more pop culture, life strategies, and existentialism. And until then, peace.